0: Welcome, welcome to our Sunday video worship. Wherever you are, whoever you are, whenever you are watching this, you are very welcome. In this sacred, holy space we gather. We gather and live in the echo of a million stories of generations past and those yet to come. In this place we tangle past and future, now and then, memory and vision. In this place we worship the one whose story we inherit keeping it alive in word and song and story. Let us worship our God.
1: God, we worship you as Creator, Word and Holy Spirit, three in one and one in three. Our brains hurt if they try to understand it, no wonder. It's not the final truth about you but a stumbling human attempt to explain the different ways in which we experience you and the place of loving relationship at the very heart of all that is. We were made in love and for love. We are at our best and our happiest when our relationships with one another and with the world around us are marked by respect and kindness. When we reach out to others, not to make us whole, but because together we can be even more fully human. Loving God, we don't need to tell you how far short we've fallen of your ideals and of the example set for us in Christ, but perhaps we may need to remind ourselves so that we can find a way to do better. We have seen injustice and kept quiet because we did not want to rock the boat. We have made assumptions about people based on outward things like race and gender, accent and age, and have not taken the trouble to get to know the person underneath As Christians, we have lamented the fact that others do not want to join us and never stop to ask if the way we treat each other may have something to do with it. Gentle God, give us a fresh infusion of grace. Take away the fear that makes us defensive, unable to listen, unwilling to change. Show us the little things we can do that will make a big difference and help us to trust you to take care of the rest. Amen. The first
2: reading is from Numbers, chapter 27, verses 1 to 11. Zelophehad's Daughters The daughters of Zelophehad, son of Hefer, the son of Gilead, the son of Machir, the son of Manasseh, belonged to the clans of Manasseh, son of Joseph. The names of the daughters were Mala, Noah, Hogla, Milcah, and Tirzah. They approached the entrance to the tent of meeting and stood before Moses, Eleazar the priest, the leaders and the whole assembly and said, Our father died in the desert. He was not among Korah's followers who banded together against the Lord, but he died for his own sin and left no sons. Why should our father's name disappear from his clan because he had no son? Give us property among our father's relatives. So Moses brought their case before the Lord, and the Lord said to him, What Zelophehad's daughters are saying is right. You must certainly give them property as an inheritance among their father's relatives and give their father's inheritance over to them. Say to the Israelites, If a man dies and leaves no son, give his inheritance over to his daughter. If he has no daughter, give his inheritance to his brothers. If he has no brothers give his inheritance to his father's brothers. If his father had no brothers, give his inheritance to the nearest relative in his clan, that he may possess it. This is to be a legal requirement for the Israelites, as the Lord commanded Moses. And the second readings from from Colossians chapter 4, verses 2 to 15. Further Instructions so that you may know how to answer everyone. Final greetings. Tychicus will tell you all the news about me. He is a dear brother, a faithful minister and fellow servant in the Lord. I am sending him to you for the express purpose that you may know about our circumstances and that he may encourage your hearts. He is coming with Onesimus, our faithful and dear brother, who is one of you. They will tell you everything that is happening here. My fellow prisoner, Asitarchus, sends you his greetings, as does Mark, the cousin of Barnabas. You have received instructions about him. If he comes to you, welcome him. Jesus, who is called Justus, also sends greetings. These are the only Jews among my fellow workers for the kingdom of God, and they have proved a comfort to me. Epaphras, who is one of you, and a servant of Christ Jesus, sends greetings. He is always wrestling in prayer for you, that you may stand firm in all the will of God, mature and fully assured. I vouch for him that he is working hard for you and for those at Laodicea and Hierapolis. Our dear friend Luke, the doctor, and Demas sends greetings. Give my greetings to the brothers at Laodicea and to Nympha and the church in her house. Amen. In
0: the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, so let it be. Amen. Do you recognise the song lyric? Just because you find that life's not fair, it doesn't mean that you just have to grin and bear it. If you always take it on the chin and wear it, Nothing will change. Even if you're little, you can do a lot. You mustn't let a little thing like little stop you. If you sit around and let them get on top, you might as well be saying you think it's okay. And that's not right. And if it's not right, you have to put it right. Did you recognise the musical? Words from the song Naughty in the musical Matilda, based on Roald Dahl's story Matilda. The song's called Naughty, and, well, maybe Mat- Matilda was finding ways to be a little bit naughty. But it doesn't need to be naughty to speak out when we know that things are not right. Just because you find life's not fair, it doesn't mean that you have to grin and bear it. How important it is to to speak out when there is an injustice. And, oh goodness, so many wrongs, so many things that need to be addressed, need to be spoken about, need to be acted upon in our world. The G20 summit meeting in India has agreed on a joint declaration, including a statement on the war in Ukraine, but being criticised for not speaking out clearly and critically enough against Russia, not going far enough in speaking out. We bring to mind the the devastation of the earthquake in Morocco and pray for all those affected by that situation. We think too on the... Rack, concrete that we hear about first in in England and now we're hearing about its effects in Scottish schools, hospitals and perhaps even churches. Another issue that needs to be spoken about, addressed. If there was something wrong, you've got to do something about it. And we might say something about the ferry fiasco affecting us all locally here. Our story from the Old Testament, from the book of Numbers in chapter 27, is one which I must confess, when I read it during this week, I really didn't recall having ever heard it before. Now, Numbers is maybe not one of those go-to books in the Bible, but it does contain some fascinating snippets. And this story here of the daughters of Zelopheydad, Mala, Noah, Hogla, Milka, and Tirzah, the sisters that spoke out against an injustice that they had realised, something that, that wasn't right, and they wanted to speak to Moses about it. They were among those who had been journeying with Moses through the desert, approaching the promised land. And before they reached that promised land, their father had died and the law the custom was that inheritance went to the eldest son and if there was no son the sisters had no brothers there was no inheritance continuing in that line and they had the confidence to speak to Moses And Moses spoke to God about it and God said, they're right. Let's see that there is an inheritance that follows through their line. And the law of the lands was changed because of those five sisters prepared to speak out and say, here's something that's not right. Let's talk about it. And so it would continue that if there were no male heirs, that some of the inheritance would continue through the daughters. They reshaped the law of the land And as we think that so much of our own legal system has its roots in the Bible, their action has had immense benefit for so many. Their speaking out would have huge impact. Now, so often we have a feeling that something is wrong and maybe we think that someone else will address it maybe we feel that that we're not old enough good enough wise enough important enough to speak out and to be listened to and to make a difference in the world but you know we don't do it all alone And as we celebrate our being together in the family of the church, we know that we do so, we speak out, not just our own voice, but with the voice of the church. The words from Paul to the church of Colossae, to the Colossians, speaks of the importance of praying and of course it is right it's good it's imperative that we that we speak to god and listen listen for those wise insights for the prompting that we have from from god from jesus from the holy spirit Paul speaks of being wise in our speech, in the things that we say, and a part of that is being wise in speaking out against injustices. One of the things that I always enjoy in these passages towards the end of Paul's letter is the the inclusion of, of so many names. And we we get a sense of that community in the early church. We hear of uh, Tychicus and Aristarchus, and and we hear of many names are mentioned there. We heard in our reading, and we hear of Nympha, one of the women who hosted a church, a church gathered in her home. All these individuals together could speak with one voice. One of the marks of mission that is adopted by the Church of Scotland and has its roots in the Church of England and many denominations would subscribe to the, the five marks of mission, the fourth of which says, that our business is to transform unjust structures of society, to challenge violence of every kind and pursue peace and reconciliation. We're called to do that as individuals and as the church, drawing on our own strengths. Our Old Testament story in Numbers is a story of strong, confident women who were prepared to to break some of the social norms. Well, maybe in that sense they were being a little bit naughty. But they did what was right and they spoke up. They spoke out against a perceived injustice. And Moses heard it, and God heard it, and something was changed. Around the church today are many strong women. At our worship at the church today in Ardnamurchan, at the new Ardnamurchan church, we will be ordaining and admitting Lynn as an elder added to that number of strong women and, well, not so many men. (laughs) Then on Wednesday, we celebrate the formal opening of the church there in Ardnamurchan, and our moderator, another of those strong women around the kirk, the Right Reverend Sally Foster Fulton, will be with us. And today, a year on from the death of the late Elizabeth II, we remember her as a strong woman of faith. And our thoughts and our prayers are with her family, as they remember, as our country, the Commonwealth, our world remembers the immense impact that she had as she spoke out during her reign. Each one of us is called to speak out to speak up for what is not right in our world. And when we feel that we really aren't up to it, <laughs> let's remember that we're a part of something bigger. We're a part of Christ's church and our mission is to make the world a good and happy, blessed, wonderful, brilliant place where all, all can live life to the full, can know love in great abundance. Amen. May God bless these thoughts in each one of us.
1: Prayers for others and ourselves. God, who wants only the best for us and for all people everywhere. We love the vision held before us in scripture and elsewhere too. Painted by artists, sung by musicians, preached by prophets, imagined by dreamers, of a world that looks very much like this one, but without all the conflict and destruction. A world in which resources are shared out fairly in which all are respected and every voice is heard. A world where the strong support the weak and where leaders work for the good of their people. We give thanks for the occasional glimpses of that world which Jesus called the kingdom of heaven, already present in ours and working as it should, but sadly, such examples are few and far between. And so we pray, as Jesus said we should, for your kingdom to come here and now, and for your will to be done, starting with us, the community of your people. Open our eyes to see the invisible ones, our ears to hear those who have been silenced. May our prayers be accompanied by action wherever they are in just systems that need to be changed. We pray for women who are still in so many places being denied their basic human rights, being told what to wear and how to behave, losing out on promotion and fair pay and even being forbidden to go to school. God, who created us in a glorious diversity of shapes, sizes, colours, giftedness, ways of being and seeing the world, we pray for those whose difference, instead of being something to celebrate, marks them out as targets for hatred and fear. With especial special sadness and a deep sense of shame, We pray for those who are persecuted for their faith and for those whose distorted version of faith causes them to judge others and exclude them. God, let your church be the flagship of a different way of being, a way based on kindness and trust. And if it cannot or will not, then let the change begin elsewhere. Only let it come and come quickly. Amen.
0: With our prayers, we bring our offerings, along with our usual gifts of money, time, talent. Today, we offer back our senses too, knowing that some have five senses, some fewer, but together we have them all. Our sight, to notice the people who are often ignored or dismissed as unimportant. Our hearing, to listen well to their stories. Our smell, to sniff out when something is wrong. Our touch, to reach out as Christ did, an incarnation of your love embracing all who long to meet a god who meets us where we are all our praying we bring together as we pray and say our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Amen.
3: History. Your faithfulness has walked beside me. The winter storms make way for spring. In every season, from where I'm standing, I see the evidence. Is in fulfillment all over my life, all over my life. Help me remember when I'm weak. Feel me come.
0: As our worship ends, from this place, this sacred online space, we scatter, we move into the midst of a million stories, those unfolding in our present and those yet to be created. From this place we enfold old and new, disappointment and delight, hopes and dreams. From this place we move out into the grace we have been given, sharing God's story through the story of our lives. May we who are blessed from the source of all, from Father, Son and Holy Spirit, become a source of blessing in our homes, in our communities, in our world, this day and every day. Amen.
4: Oh.